Hey, it's Scott here from Oak Societies here to drop another episode of Amazing Content. How is everyone doing today? We have a packed full, packed full, yet another packed full episode of content with many, many Q drops. We're going to give it, you guys are going to get a Jeffrey Epstein update and we're going to talk about who is really going to be running against Donald Trump in November because it looks like it might not be it might not be Joe Biden after all. So we got all that on this episode and before we jump into the content I want you guys all to check out a video that was done by Dan Scavino that is Trump's head honcho for his marketing campaign made an excellent video want to play it before we get into the content so I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. beautiful beautiful intro thanks for joining the youtube woke society's youtube channel and the podcast out there thank you for everyone joining and listening to the content if you guys could go to the youtube woke society's webpage like share subscribe comment tell all your friends about this channel we are the news now we are at twenty nine thousand subscribers i wanted to be at thirty thousand by the beginning of may i will take that we are growing at an exponential rate and i couldn't be happier so go there like and subscribe will you if you guys want, go to the Patreon. You can become a Patreon for as a dollar a month, $12 a year, or you can sign up for my tiered pricing packages on there for exclusive content. The BitChute, as always, is my backup channel. And of course, you guys can check out my WokeSocieties.com webpage for all your podcasting platforms there so you can download my content on the go. And if you click this little handy store link, it'll bring you over to my store, which has all the Q and Woke swag that you can get. And of course, my favorite, the Woke Society's mug and if you want to donate to the show you can gladly do that at the paypal in the description in the link below very good so before we get into the content again don't want people to forget 
I am doing a live stream with Methods, the infamous Methods, on Tuesday night, 8 o'clock, with the FN Doctor, who is going to be in studio with me as well. And it's going to be a fantastic, fantastic time. We're going to be talking about Methods, how he got red-pilled, and we're going to basically talk about current events and just enjoy a really good time with a super, super uh, awesome person who I've just become recently new friends with. And it's just all around going to be a good time. And before... What I want to show you guys right now is what we're working on. We are finally working on apparel hoodies and t-shirts. Check it out here. Look. Look how beautiful these are. Beautiful. Got the woke society symbol. Got the nice hood. This is going to be more of a spring. This is a lighter hoodie. And of course, we got the big hoodie. Nice big hoodie here. Beautiful. Beautiful apparel. Right? So very exciting. We can get all that stuff on t-shirts. We're going to be making a whole line of products. They are in the works. I'm hoping to have them on the store by Tuesday. So check that out. Okay. So what are we going to talk about first today? Today, we are going to be talking about Jeffrey Epstein. And the reason why I want to bring him up here is because on this channel, this story will never die as bad as the media wanted it to die. And they did kill the story. You will always get updates on this channel for Jeffrey Epstein. So let's get into it. So I want to bring this up here. This is from the New York Times talking about an article here mentioning how many times Jeffrey Epstein went inside Harvard after he was already convicted of being convicted of sex charges to a minor. And it looks like it was 40 times. So I want people to remember Jeffrey Epstein did terrible, terrible things to kids and other things that happened on his island that we're all aware of. But Epstein was also heavily involved into the sciences. He was into transhumanism. He wanted to combine AI with human bodies. And he was very invested into that. And a big reason why he was invested into these, into the, into Harvard, into our college institutions. And another big reason why Bill Gates donated so much money to help him. It's all there for you to see it. So, according to a university report released on Friday, Mr. Epstein, the disgraced financier who killed himself in jail last year, visited Harvard more than 40 times after he was convicted of sex charges involving a minor in 2008. The report documented more extensive ties than he had been previously known between Mr. Epstein and the university, which was one of a number of powerful institutions that he used to help burnish his image. Harvard said it had placed one professor, Martin A. Nowak, on paid administration leave in response to the findings. In a letter to the Harvard community, the university's president, Lawrence S. Backhouse, said the university has also donated $200,937 in unspent gifts for Mr. Epstein to organizations that support victims of human trafficking and sexual assault. Mr. Backhouse said that a review had confirmed that the university accepted a total of $9.1 million for Mr. Epstein from 98 to 2008 to support research and faculty activities. That is about $200,000 more than he had been disclosed by Mr. Backhouse in September after an initial, initial review. So again, Epstein was never part of this institution, but because he donated so much of his money, not really too much. When you talk about $200,000, that's nothing compared to the billions that he had access to. But he was pretty much lent favors and lent access to this to Harvard because of all the millions of dollars that he was donating to them, these backdoor deals. Now, Drew G. Faust, who was then the president of Harvard, had ruled in 2008 that the university should no longer accept gifts from him, the report said. But yet, Mr. Epstein maintained close ties to the university, according to the report. And from 2010 to 2018, the report said Mr. Epstein made more than 40 visits to the university program 
and this is what it was for the program was called for evolutionary dynamics hmm which Mr. Epstein helped establish with 6.5 million donation in 2003. Despite having no Harvard affiliation, Mr. Epstein had key card access to the program's offices in Harvard Square and was given his own office space with the program until 2018, the report said. All those years after he was convicted. It's amazing. Mr. Epstein had cultivated a close relationship with Professor Nowak, the director of the program, who permitted Epstein to unrestricted access to Harvard offices despite knowing he was a registered sex offender, the report said. Professor Nowak also allowed Mr. Epstein to create a page on the program's website. They should have made this guy a professor at this point. That featured his photograph and links to his own website, the report said. The page was taken down after a group of sexual assault survivors complained in 2014, it said. And it's just kind of disgusting to think about this. Obviously, it's a college institution filled with college girls, right? Young females. And Epstein had access to any of them. Was in their vicinity. It's just it's just amazing, baffling. When things don't make sense, what does it all come down to? It usually comes down to the money, and that's what it was all about. So in January, it wasn't just Harvard. The Massachusetts Institute of Technology acknowledged that it had accepted $850,000 from Mr. Epstein from 2002 to 2017. Mr. Epstein also visited campuses, the, visited campus at least nine times from 2013 to 2017, MIT said. And they, are, they also got grilled for all this, and they, they publicly apologized. Boo-hoo. Big deal, right? Thank you for your apology, but you still did it. Harvard's report was an attempt to reckon with its many ties to Mr. Epstein, including his admission as a visiting fellow in the psychology department in 2005, a post he was granted despite lacking the necessary qualifications. So pretty much what it came down to is this man donated all this money to it. Harvard opened its doors to him and pretty much let him research on topics that he felt that he wanted to research that were important. And don't forget... When we found the evidence on his New Mexico ranch, Epstein was trying to create his own race of humans. That's what he was doing. He was trying to have babies just of his bloodline. Where have we heard that before? And Harvard was just allowing it. And Gates has also donated to his causes as well. Transhumanism, combining AI with the human body. Disgusting. So I want to throw that out there. The next article I'm going to be talking about here is from the Daily Mail with Prince Andrew. Not anything too exciting, but Prince Andrew here now on record has ignored three formal requests to be interviewed under oath about his friendship with pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Prince Andrew has ignored three formal requests to be interviewed under oath about his friendship friendship with Jeffrey Epstein. David Boyes, a lawyer who represents more than a dozen of the U.S. financiers' victims, claimed Andrew has not been prepared to cooperate. We made at least three formal written attempts sent to his address in London and also to his lawyers in the past few months, said Mr. Boyes, whose clients include Virginia Roberts, the woman who claims Epstein forced her to have sex with the prince on three occasions. And of course, we've seen these infamous, infamous pictures with Prince Andrew here waving goodbye to a, a younger woman here from Epstein's door in New York City in his mansion there. And again, more pictures of him walking around with Jeffrey here while he was still alive. So Andrew, who vehemently denies all claims of wrongdoing, has hired Claire Montgomery, one of UK's leading extradition lawyers. Her former clients include the Chilean military dictator Augusto Pinochet. Asked about her appointment, Mr. Bowie said, It's not that I don't appreciate why he wants to lawyer up. I do appreciate that, but if he could step back and look down the road and focus on what's the end game. What is the end game, Prince Andrew? If I avoid extradition, do I really want to have this hanging over my head and my family's head for the rest of my life? 
do I want my epitaph to be, I succeeded in escaping justice? And that's the real question. It's okay to lawyer up. Everybody's going to, anybody would lawyer up in this case. But the fact that you got the, one of the world's top extradition lawyers, meaning any, somebody outside of the United States can be, it can be any country. You get extradited because of a crime. You get sent to that country and then you testify in front of a court. This lawyer that Andrew, Prince Andrew here hired is one of those people that she's, she's high, highly paid and she's got a track record of not allowing people to get extradited to countries to be tried for uh, crimes they committed. And that's what this is about. Exactly what this is about. So, again, he wants to be selfish. He doesn't want to come to the light. This, when he dies, it's not going to go away. His family's going to have to deal with this. It's just pretty pathetic at this point because he knows if he goes and testifies, you know, he's going to throw himself under the under the bus. He could be even potentially killed because he knows what happened. He's he's on lockdown regardless. If he talks, he'll probably die. We saw Epstein supposedly kill himself, which we know didn't happen. But what are you going to do? So the reason why I'm bringing all these the Jeffrey Epstein stuff up because I saw this article here. This is from Law and Crime. Now. When Epstein killed himself in the summer, we found out that there were something like over a million documents with people's names, places associated with Epstein that we have not yet seen. And right now, Ghislaine Maxwell, for the, since the beginning of the year, at least even towards the end of last year, was fighting her ass off to, to not have these documents released to the public. And it's completely obvious, obviously why. But the problem is there was court battling going if these documents were even going to be released in the first place and it was now ruled that they were but the fact that the problem is now is which documents are going to be made public and the process that goes into that but we now found out the judge that's, in, that's handling all this is like she's going to accelerate the process for unsealing jeffrey epstein documents naming names on a rolling basis and i'm going to explain what all this means in a moment a federal judge in new york on friday amended the protocol the court will follow in releasing the trove of documents concerning deceased pedophile jeffrey epstein this will allow for documents that include the names of non-party individuals to be released on a rolling basis. The documents in question are part of a, a defamation dispute involving Epstein's alleged Madame Gisling Maxwell and alleged victim Virginia Roberts Goffrey. Though Goffrey's defamation case was against Maxwell, ended in 2015, Goffrey's attorneys have fought a protracted legal battle seeking to unseal documents initially filed under seal that may contain allegations against other public figures from Epstein's infamous elite social circle. So why has it taken so long for these documents to be released? Well, this is what's going on now. The court will review the material and groups determined by the non-party individuals named in the documents, beginning with all documents mentioning Doe 1 and Doe 2. According to Preska, that means only, do, only Doe's 1 and 2 will be notified in the first instance that they are named in the documents and have a chance to argue why all or some of the documents should not be made public. Because several non-party individuals may appear in a single document, this potentially meant it could take have taken several rounds of litigation before a single document was made public. So what this all means is, like I said, the number of documents that need to be released, it's over like a million documents. It's, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. The public has not seen them yet. And the problem with making each document public one by one is if there is a, let's just say the first document has five different names, the courts have to individually give each person that document a chance to argue why their name should not be released public. And you can imagine how long that would take for something up to, for a document, a document cache of a million documents. It would take years and years and years and years to go through all that. 
So the judge does not want to go through that process. So she's saying right here, however, in order to accelerate the release process, Preska agreed to unsealing portions of documents mentioning non-parties rather than waiting to unseal the entirety of a given document until all non-parties have provided input. So they're going to do it on a rolling basis and they're just going to go through all the documents that can be released with the less, with, you know, as much, they're going to look at documents. Okay, this document won't take that long to get processed. Let's get it out there. Instead of waiting to do the entire trove of these documents and release them at once, they're going to do it in a rolling order, which, you know, people are going to, they're going to whine about this and complain, but I'll take whatever we can get to learn more about who's associated with one of the most evil men to ever walk this country. So I'm good with that. So that is, that's great news. It's great news to see that. And the reason why I want to report on it. So to make you guys, I wanted to bring this article in here because I've, I've gotten my opinion asked on this multiple times so far. This is from us news. Trump says he's in charge of operation warp speed for virus vaccine. Now I'm going to read the article and I'm going to give you my take on what's going on here. So president Donald Trump on Thursday, <clears throat> said he was directing a program to speed up the production of a coronavirus vaccine. The project, called Operation Warp Speed, hasn't been publicly announced by the White House. It is intended to make sure enough doses sure enough doses of a vaccine exist for most Americans by the end of this year, according to Bloomberg News, which first reported on the effort. You know who's in charge of it, honestly. I am. Trump said during the meeting with New Jersey Governor Philip Murphy at the White House, adding that other high-level officials are involved with the effort, but I think probably more than anything, I'm in charge. So my take on this, again, it makes me feel fantastic when you hear Trump's in, Trump's in charge of this program. It's not the WHO, not the CDC, not Bill Gates. Trump is in charge of this program. Now, we're going to see a Q drop later on in the episode in regards to this, where Trump, uh, Q is talking about that the public has to be shown. They can't always be told what the truth is because they still might not believe it. They have to be shown in a drawn-out process, and then they come to the realization of, oh, my God, We've been getting duped this whole entire time. That's what's happening now. Now, a lot of people have been asking me about Trump and the viruses. Why is he backing viruses? Uh, not uh, vaccines. Why is he? Why is he backing vaccines? My thing is, Trump is always in a game of five D chess. This is game theory. This is what I was talking about in the last episode. If you guys haven't noticed, when there is a narrative that's being pulled, Trump allows the media to take it. And he allows them to destroy themselves. He did it with the impeachment. He's done it with Robert Mueller and that whole spot, that whole thing. And now it's being now it's playing out Spygate. When all this information was coming about the coronavirus starting out, he was not going. He was not saying we we do. We're, I'm anti-vaccine, anti-science. We're not doing that because if he did, he would have been eviscerated by the public. Because a lot of Trump supporters, a lot of them vaccinate, and I know that because I have friends that do. And my whole take on it is I have my own opinions on vaccines, but if you're pro or anti, I'm okay with it. As long as you do your research and you know what's being injected in your body, if you still think it's a good idea, I'm not going to bash you. We're all adults. It is what it is. My thing is with Trump is he has never been anti other options, right? We see HCQ in the news for for the longest time. It's cheap and it's working and it's carrying people of coronavirus. That is that is happening. And recently, you guys saw this new pill that's coming out that Dr. Fauci's pushing. Um, I don't even know what it's called. It starts with a V, or no, it starts with an R. And it's like a, it's a thousand dollars a pill. It's hard to manufacture, and it's just Fauci got this thing approved by the FDA in like a week. 
which is super sketchy in its own right. But HTQ has been being talked about for months. It's under clinical trials right now. And Fauci's pushing this, this new remedy. And it got approved within a week. And now they're trying to push this. It's just a joke. But the thing is, my whole thing is, Trump has not been anti-other options or anti-other other cures. He was talking about light, talking about how um, lights can heal people, disinfect people. There's other things that he is offering. He's not just a one-way street. So my whole take, my whole take on this thing is, at the end of the year, when these vaccines come out, maybe we're going to find some disclosure with these vaccines when they do come out. And maybe it'll bring light to the whole entire vaccine industry and maybe it'll crumble. That's just that's pure speculation, but we don't know what the game is. So I'm saying everyone be patient and just let's see what happens. I'm not torching him on this because everyone saw this warp speed for uh, vaccines. And it's, we haven't seen Trump come out and completely back vaccines. You know, so everyone just take a chill pill with that. All right. So just to make you guys laugh a little bit and to draw some attention to this, I don't at this point, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if Joe Biden's going to be running against Trump in November. I, I don't think he's going to be there. And the reason why I'm saying this is because things like this video I'm about to show you. This whole situation with Tara Reid. I don't think he I don't think he's gonna be able to run his own party. The own media right now is destroying him. Washington Times or Washington Post, New York Times are calling for their investigations into Biden now because this can't be ignored. But this video right here, ladies and gentlemen, things like this is what's going to torpedo Biden's reputation, Biden's shot at this presidential run. This was a episode that Joe Biden was actually in on Law and Order. And what he was talking about will blow your mind. And just consider the time that we're now at Tara Reid, and you guys will see what I'm talking about. Let's take a watch. My dad used to have an expression that the greatest sin any person can commit is the abuse of power. The greatest abuse of power was rape. It takes a woman a long time to heal. When the victim isn't believed, when she goes through the invasive process of having a rape kit put together, then it's stuck on a shelf somewhere, and then the rape kit is never, ever tested. We fail. We fail her. We fail so many women. And it keeps going on and on. But the worst part about it is obviously talking about the rape and that we have failed women. Now, this is circulating all over Twitter. Hundred, you know, thousands of people are seeing this. This is something that you can't get out from under. You just can't. And I saw uh, somewhere that someone was tweeting the most Trump thing that could happen is the first, if, if Biden gets there, the first debate. Trump should have Tara Reid in the front row of this debate for the world to see. And how that not that such a Trump thing to do? Ultimate troll move. But we're going to get into the Q drops right now. But seeing things like this, I just I don't see him making it to the end of the year at this point. And with with the way he's talking, there's clearly something wrong with him. There's no way he can lead a country for another four years. The, 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 da- the reputation damage and just we don't know what's going on with, the, with his physical health. We have no idea. We have no idea. So want to show that out there for context. That video right there coming out right now, it could, it's probably one of the worst things for him. All right. So the Q post. The Q post because Q loves to post while I'm setting up 
my episodes for you guys and i have all the q posts i want to talk about and there's eight more so i don't know if i'm going to catch all of them because there's about 10 more added since i started recording this so we're going to go back to yesterday and just go over as many as we can and here we go 4044 never has a president left office to collude with others to impede the next post until obama and this is a picture here that q linked here of spygate with obama and all the actors that we know and again this was a tweet here till donald trump talking about i might have moved some of these yeah i definitely moved some of these it's just trump talking about how this is the biggest political scandal and we all know this and q is just reminding us of this this is what's going on we are going to see some heads roll hopefully so let's let's keep continuing here 4045 how do you prevent a war covid19 how do you prevent a war over covid19 so this was a link here to john roberts saying what national global impact immediately occurs initial assessment the virus was intentionally released in coordination with classified 1-99 how do you prevent a war matters of national security think timing who benefits the most common denominator do you believe biden would admit to sexual assault simply by asking him no so why do so why do it why ask? Do you believe Intel community would admit declassification of foreign adversary intentionally releasing COVID-19? No. So why do you ask? January 15th, Democratic impeachment articles transferred to the Senate. January 15th, first COVID-19 U.S. case. So there is a lot to break down here. Now, what I want to talk about first is the matters of national security. Now, we currently know that there's 17 intelligence agencies that are investigating the wuhan lab and from what it looks like we've known this anons have known since january that this virus most likely came from this lab the wuhan lab and even if it we think a lot of us are under the assumption that this was done intentionally because of the timing of it right q keeps mentioning january 15th january 15th why is that date important we saw the first we saw the first case of coronavirus hit in washington Democratic impeachment articles are transferred to the Senate, which we knew was going nowhere. And not only that, the beginning of the trade, the phase one trade deals with China were also set to initiate on this date. There was a lot happening on this date, but coincidentally enough, the coronavirus touched down in our country and then the whole narrative shifted. Everything from then on out was completely coronavirus. Huge distraction. So again, Q is asking who benefits the most? matters of national security so they're saying do you believe the intel community would admit declassification of documents showing foreign adversary intentionally releasing covid19 so they're saying if this is true do you want that to come out do you want a war to come out right now the democrats probably would love that right now because if that was released to the world think about it China doesn't just have to worry about the United States being pissed off with them. You have the entire world pissed off with China, Europe, Russia, all these other countries that were affected by this. People died. People died from this. The virus is very real. There's no, there's no disputing that virus is real. What killed this country was the hype over it. The response to it. That's what killed this country. It killed the economy, but it'll come back. But again, Q is just talking about even if there were even if this is true, why do you ask? It's a distraction. And Q is pointing that out. So did we avoid a world, another world war? Possibly. Possibly. Because again, that would Trump is trying to avoid war. To get into a war hurts him. 
And that's what this is all about. They do not care about us. 4046. Now, we're going to skip through a bunch of these. And the only reason why is because Q, again, was going on a huge morale boost. And the essential part what you guys need to get is that Q is showing us that this movement is worldwide. And they're, they're, all they were doing out in their podcast world, I can't see my screen right now, they're just linking tweets here of Patriots showing they're like five second videos of saying where they're from and saying where we go one we go all and showing support of q and q linked like 10 or 12 of these accounts all over different countries just again showing how massive the movement is and i don't know if i even put them in here uh let's see yes john Robert, here they are right here so i'll just give you guys an example of what it sounded like where we go one go all worldwide she seemed a little lost, but either way, let's cut out of that real quick. And the other one I see here is again just another Ohio. example. Will we go one? We go all. Ohio. Will we go one? We go all. Ohio. So it was just a bunch of these, and this is why there's so many Q drops because Q again linked to a lot of these accounts. So again, just showing more morale boost in the movement that our movement is worldwide. Forty. Let's skip to forty forty eight. Democratic Assigned Political Action Initiative seeks to challenge Trump's online megaphone. So look at what the libs are trying to do here. They are trying to build their own army to come after us, the digital army, the Anons, and they're going to get a reality check very soon. So look, check this out. Initiative seeks to challenge Trump's online megaphone. A new Democratic-aligned political action committee advised by retired Army General Stanley McChrystal the former head of U.S. forces in Afghanistan is planning to deploy technology originally developed to counter Islamic State propaganda in service of a domestic political goal to combat online efforts to promote President Donald Trump's handling of the coronavirus pandemic. I take this as a, as a badge of honor. They are so afraid of us and the digital army. They are going to be getting people generals had experience in fighting against countering Islamic State propaganda, they're going after us now. Look at this. The group, they're calling it Defeat Disinfo, will use artificial intelligence and network analysis to map discussion of the president's claims on social media. It will seek to intervene by identifying the most popular counter-narratives and boosting them through a network of more than 3.4 million influencers across the country. In some cases, paying users with large followings to take sides against the president. They're going to be paying people just to take sides. This is how desperate they're getting. The initiative reflects fears within the Democratic Party that Trump's unwavering digital army may help sustain him through the pandemic as it has through post uh, past controversies, even as the economy craters. Tens of thousands have died and Trump suffers in the polls. And look at this. This is how, this is how you know they're afraid of us. Fournier said there's a grassroots digital army prepared to defend the president when his back is against the wall. I see the people on Twitter, he said. I see the Facebook groups. I see the posts across these networks. I see the websites people have created to support the president. It's tremendous amounts of stuff that I've never seen in the presidential election before. Haugelin agreed. Republicans, he said, have greater volume, frequency, and quality of digital narrative. Now, I don't consider myself a Republican, but I do consider myself a part of this digital army with all the anons. And we are fighting this disinformation campaign on the other side. They are so afraid that they're going to bring this general in to create their own AI intelligence to fight against everything. And this is why when Q said they are going to throw all assets at us, they will do whatever it takes 
to not lose this because again it's life or death at this point it's life or death that's how serious this is and just to give you guys some context about this general this uh mr mccrystal here this article was made by the rolling stone uh rolling stone this was back on uh, june 18 2013 this is michael hastings he is the one that was the whistleblower on this general here that we're seeing he led to his uh removal from the uh from president obama removing of his uh the, uh, the general reassigning you can call it so let's this general mccrystal here just give you guys some context of who this was the guy that was reporting on him who blew his blew him up he died in a car accident this man here from the rolling stone wanted to keep reporting on him and he just coincidentally died in a car accident but look what he exposed. Hastings' unvarnished 2010 profile of McChrystal in the pages of Rolling Stone, the runaway general, captured the then-Supreme Commander of the U.S.-led war effort in Afghanistan, openly mocking his civilian commanders in the White House. The maelstrom, sparked by its publication, concluded with President Obama recalling McChrystal to Washington and the general reassigning his post. The conduct represented in the recently published article does not meet the standard that should be met by set by commanding General Obama said, announcing McChrystal's departure, it undermines the civilian control of the military that is at the core of our democratic system. So he got him removed. Essentially, that's a, I mean that's a whole different story for a different day. But either way, this is what we are fighting against. This is what Q is talking about, and this is only going to galvanize the movement even more because you want to come at us and just make make these threats that you're going to be sending AI at us, bots. When you called us Russian bots for years, they're going to get their asses whooped. They have no idea who they're dealing with as far as information warfare that can be carried out by YouTube channels like this, Twitter accounts, the Anons, the Meme Wars, any of that stuff. They're not going to be able to compete. They never have been. It's just funny. Because it's going to be funny watching them try. So as we continue here through the Q drops, more of um, Q linking to other patriots. This one in particular is very, very interesting. This was a Q patriot out in Germany. Q wrote, you are trending worldwide 24-7, 365 with censorship. Never in our history has this been attempted. And the, the tweet here that was linked was very, it was funny. This is it here. It's in, uh, it's in German, but we can look at the translation. Let's just take a look. So the translation of this is the picture. So everyone in, in the podcast can understand what we're talking about. There's a picture here of QAnon, the hashtag QAnon trending in Germany. Which this person thought was very odd. Why is QAnon trending in Germany? Usually it's in America. So they wrote, QAnon trends in Germany. Has Twitter censored? Or has there been a terrorist attack by someone who ate QAnon in his browsing history? So the funny thing about this is that it was so uncommon. Because we are so heavily censored. That it just didn't matter. We were still trending with 75,000 tweets out in Germany. But again, it's just showing how big this movement is. This person was questioning and thought Akun got hacked or something and that something was going on, and that wasn't the case at all. We were trending worldwide in all different kinds of countries, and people were talking about it, and they, they were so blown away that they didn't understand that how it was happening. Because everyone, everyone in the world knows big tech is censoring. Everybody knows. It's a common thing now. So he was just pointing out we are a worldwide movement. Really cool stuff. Okay, let's keep going here. 4054. Another redrop of Dan Scavino's uh, tweet with Trump here playing his violin, saying my next piece is called Nothing Can Stop What Is Coming. Fantastic. And as we continue here, more drops of uh, 
Q linking uh, tweets here where we go one, we go all. And we're going to go through all the way to 4065, where Q now talks about Center for Disease Control cuts COVID-19 deaths in half with latest figures. And he says knowledge is power. And again, it's just showing an article here of the CDC just simply showing that their numbers were off again. They were all padded and they were actually cut in half with the latest figures. And the world is starting to wake up to what is going on with this virus. So 4066, never in 350 years have so many people from all walks of life come together to fight against evil. And again, this is just a tweet here showing a vest here with the Q symbol. I'll show it up real quick. Cuba, yeah, a vest with a Q symbol saying never in 350 years have so many men and women from all walks of life come together to make a final stand against pure evil. And it's true. And it's so that's why I'm saying we are so lucky to be part of, of this movement in this current time. I wouldn't want to be alive in any other time right now. So more Q links here to other patriots across the world. And 4072, this is where it gets really exciting. Boom week ahead. That's why I'm naming the name of the episode this. Boom week ahead. Treason does not pay well in the end. And it certainly does not. 4073, coronavirus hope, coronavirus hype, biggest political hoax in history. And the crazy thing is, this was the Washington Times. And they were reporting... Their opinion piece is that this, again, the world's going to wake up, that this entire coronavirus was a huge, the biggest political hoax in history. And we're all seeing that. We're all on the same page about that. Again, Q just pointing out the obvious here. 4074. There's a meme here of James Cuomo. His face is attached to a homeless man with a McDonald's cup sitting on the side of a street and a piece of cardboard saying, we never thought she'd lose. And that is true. They never, they were... Fully expecting Hillary to win and they'd be sitting nice and cozy with all their deep state buddies right now. And who knows what the world would be looking like if that had happened. 4075 CDC equates COVID-19 hospitalizations to uh, seasonal flu. And again, this was a tweet here to Bill Mitchell with a uh, link here to a, a Gateway Pundit article talking about how the CDC finally admitted that this is that COVID-19 is no worse than the seasonal flu. And it says right here, COVID-19 hospitalization rates are similar to those in the 65 and older category during recent high severity influenza seasons. And the COVID-19 hospitalizations for children 17 and under is much lower than the seasonal flu hospitalization rates during the recent influenza seasons. The COVID-19 is less dangerous to children than a typical influenza. Yeah, man crazy times we're living in <clears throat> but q's pointing this out it's good to know knowledge is power for democrats covid19 is all about keeping the country closed and winning the upcoming election again q is pointing out why are the democrats doing this they want to have closure still and vote by mail they do not care about your well-being you are simply in the way this is about regaining power win by any means necessary every asset deployed again Referencing that the article I just read you guys about how that general wants to build AI to come against Trump's army. Go ahead. It's win by any means necessary, win or die. And again, these these guys, the, the deep state actors, Obama, Clintons, they all know they're fighting for their lives at this point. But we'll have to see what happens. 4077. When the left says believe science, just remember that their climate expert is Greta Thunberg. And Q said the world is waking up. And this was a tweet here. To Deanna Lorraine, she says, when the left says believe science, just remember that their climate expert is Greta Thunberg. Just a nice jab there 
at the left, letting them know the world is waking up. So cool to see. So awesome to see. So, and these are the new drops here that dropped here right when I was setting this episode up. So this is the first time looking at these. So 4078 says locked on target, painted the word painted is in the kill boxes, planned and immediate. Again, this is a tweet here to Tom Fitton. And let's see what he's talking about. He said it was never about Russia. Targeting of real Donald Trump served to protect to protect Hillary Clinton. Now Obama, Biden, McKay, Brenny, the whole the whole the whole gang and their enablers, co-conspirators and Obama administration from prosecution. Awesome to see him get cued. And 4079, it says, listen carefully. Date speech made one day before election. This is the this is the uh Trump speech that I played at the end of my last live stream at the end of the stream showing the speech that won him the election. And again, Q is reminding us of this epic, epic speech. Not going to play it again. It's too much time. 4080, a screenshot here of Trump's tweet back from May 29th, 2018 says the fake mainstream media has from the time I announced I was running for president run the most highly sophisticated and dishonest disinformation campaign in the history of politics, no matter how well we do. They find fault, but the forgotten men and women won on president. And he is absolutely representing all of us, the, the American citizens that he truly cares about. 4081 here is a screenshot of the FISA gate. Uh, Q is just pointing out and saying, enjoy the show. 4082, Q is re, uh, again linked a tweet here from V4 Vendetta. Never in our history has, has this been attempted. Patriots worldwide simply needing a spark to reignite the engine for humanity. And I've seen this tweet before. Again, it's just the tweet of all the Patriots worldwide in a single video showing all the videos from across the world. It's showing, again, United uh, unity. 4083, a screenshot of past uh, of a past Q. This is just from April 30th here. Talking about, again, why are the Democrats pushing back their convention, pushing back this, canceling? Again, this is an article here, which I'm going to show you guys talking about Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama ticket to replace Joe Biden, if it's even possible. And apparently it is possible. Um, and I'm not going to go through this entire article, but this this is where I'm going to link all these in the description below. This is where I believe it's going to go. I don't think Biden's going to be running for president in November. There is so much time from now until then and every day something new is dropping i just can't see it so if it's hillary if it's michelle it, it, it doesn't matter we're going to win in the end but q is just pointing this out and the last drops that i have here 4084 says digest know your rights this looks like here deprivation of rights under under of law I, this is i'm not going to go through this this is just talking about obviously probably about lockdowns and how they're unconstitutional um, i'll link that so you guys can read it 4085 we only got two more to go guys and we're done 45 the state attorney's office sixth circuit just dropped their case against my client gallon wood the first floridian to be arrested for opening non-essential business it's clear there is no valid legal authority for either the state or local emergency orders and that's amazing so this floridian business opened on itself open itself defied the laws they were forced to shut down and they went to court and the case was dropped because they had no grounds to shut this business down that is why ladies and gentlemen th this whole entire thing with covid was a mental emotional terrorist assault on american civilians having to wear masks to go into stores having to place something over your face 
a sign, a physical sign of suppression, physical sign of suppression, closing down businesses, completely halting the economy. This was an attack. This was an infiltration without, without having people attacking us. We were attacked with a virus. That's why so many people were upset. 4086, last drop. Q says logical thinking, and it's a tweet here. Let's see what it says. The disruptive physician. Meanwhile, regular doctors like me are using HTQ plus plus azithromycin and zinc to good effect. One nursing home in New England, uh, Northeastern Ohio had 30 cases. Started everyone at HTQ, no deaths, quick recovery. Why would the mainstream hide this? Why would Twitter block people who question the who? And again, these are just doctors. Certified doctors with data, real-time data, what they're seeing, they're reporting, what their observations for. And again, Twitter's blocking their content, deleting tweets. What is the big narrative? And we all know what it is. We know the answers. We're just waiting for the justice to be served at this point. That's what we're doing. In the meantime, we have to keep red-pilling as many people as possible. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much, so much for hanging out with me today. It was an excellent time. Got all those Q posts in. My vo- my throat is killing me. Voice is shot at this point. I recorded this episode once. Forgot to turn the mic volume up. Wasted 50 minutes. Now I'm recording it again. That's why there's a, a delay when this is going to be released. So it'll be out soon. And uh, again, thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys for the support. Go like, share, subscribe. Give the, give the episode a like. Tell your friends and family about this channel. Let them know. We are the news now. We are growing at an exceptional rate. And don't forget live stream tuesday with methods it's going to be epic so enjoy the weather it's another beautiful day out here in new york we're gonna have probably another fire here with the family and uh enjoy your day stay safe and most importantly stay woke